It's time for the Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesselitis. Oh, yes. And what was that beginning, middle, and end part again? Streaming online at 1017thehammer.com. All right, sounds good. Let's do this. Tickets. You know I love to give away tickets here. It's sold out all season long here at Mackey Arena. And I feel for you, so I want to hook you up with more tickets. I got a pair here. Penn State. Going to be on Wednesday. 6.30 with the tip-off. All right, a little early. Just going to make sure you have your face in the place. If you want to win those tickets, you know the drill. Text BOILERUP to 765. 765- 447-4080. That number again is 765-447-4080. You text in with a boiler up. I'll get you in the running here, and I'll draw out a winner like I always do at the end of the show. Been sending a lot of fans to games this year. You guys absolutely love winning these things, and I can see why. It's a fun team to go out there and watch. Text boiler up to 765 Four zero eight zero. There goes the text line blowing up already. Seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero will get you in the running for Purdue. Penn State coach Shrewsbury back in town with the three point kids in Penn State. If they want to shoot fifteen percent like they did the other night, I have no quarrels with that whatsoever. Uh, text the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero with a boiler up. And you shall be registered. All right, let's get started. It's Need to Know News time. Here's your Need to Know News. All right, Big Ten hoops from last night. Maryland handles Wisconsin like some handsome genius told you they would. Uh, 73 to 55. That's a cover, baby. Northwestern takes care of Nebraska. Shot. Uh, uh, I thought Nebraska had a little bit more than that, but 78 to 63. 15 point loss at home to Northwestern. Wildcats are a tournament team. I'm ready to declare it. IU holds on. They barely beat Minnesota 61-57 thanks to Trace Jackson Davis able to put back a race Thompson miss free throw. It was all tied up at 57 with 43 seconds left. And then he puts that one in. Gophers miss on the next trip. They end up having to foul. They get the ball back. Down four. Can't make it happen. Trace Jackson Davis with uh, an impressive 25 points and 21 boards to go with six blocks last night. I'm just saying, they didn't have they, was six scholarship players I think they played with last night. Minnesota did. Yeah, I know Woody, Woody wasn't there. He had COVID. But, like, didn't Zach Eadie drop 31 and 22? Just throwing that out there. Ian Rappaport uh, on the Colts coaching search. Dan Quinn is getting a second interview. And apparently so is Jeff Saturday. It's been reported that Ursay wants Saturday, that he's the front runner, but others in the front office are trying to talk him out of it. Meanwhile, former Colts coach Frank Wright has found a new landing spot. 
He'll be the HC in Carolina, where he threw the franchise's first touchdown. You'll love it when they come full circle. Best of luck to uh, Coach Reich there. Pacers coming up short in Orlando, 126-120. to uh, Ben Metherin is uh, got 26 points off the bench there. Uh, they have now lost eight of their last nine. They're struggling without Halliburton. They head home to face Milwaukee tomorrow night. It's probably going to get ugly. Uh, Bulls are in action tonight in Charlotte. Six-point favorites on the road. Chicago the victor when the two met back at the beginning of November, 106-88 up in Chicago. The Blackhawks are a massive, let me, massive underdog tonight in Calgary, minus 430 on the puck line. That is insane. Hawks pulled up a big upset back in Chicago three weeks ago. They beat the Flames 4-3 in OT when the Flames were a minus 365 favorite, and that's pretty huge. I just, this is... This is insane. You're getting plus 350 on the Hawks to win tonight. Getting them a goal and a half. It's a plus 140. Calgary to cover two goals tonight at minus 165 is unbelievable. I, I, I'm telling you, right? You almost, you almost have to take. I mean, to get reasonable odds on the Flames, they have to win by three goals tonight. That's at minus 115. You almost have to take the Blackhawks here. You can take the Blackhawks to cover two and a half goals at minus 125. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Hawks are 5-12-2 on the road this season. Flames 14-8-2 at home. They're probably going to be upset about that game they lost. We'll see what happens. Girls High School Hoops wrapping up the regular season tonight. Jeff hosts Carroll tonight at 7.30. Westside heads across 52 to take on Harrison in May Gymnasium at 7.30 as well. I believe Faith still plays uh, tomorrow night. Uh, the Faith girls still play. So uh, the section will start on Tuesday for the teams that did not get buys. And uh, there you go. That would be today's Need to Know news. By the way, yesterday I, I tweeted about it. I blogged about it. And I forgot to mention it during the show. Kevin O'Shea is back. The former Central Catholic coach uh, who won five state titles over with the Knights is uh, back in the Hoosier Conference taking over for Coach Saylor at Twin Lakes. So I forgot that yesterday. I, I saw it, like I said, tweeted about it, blogged about it, all that stuff. I texted people about it, and then I totally forgot to put it in my show prep yesterday and mention it. So my apologies. No offense to Twin Lakes. Coach O'Shea, he knows I love him. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, well, that makes that Twin Lakes CC game, uh, pretty darn, uh, interesting now, right? That's a new, there, there's a new angle for that one. It's cool stuff. That's need to know news for today. We're back at it tonight with our friends from DraftKings who are taking care of you Purdue fans here this evening. A couple of promos that have to do with the Boilermakers. First off, get a 50% profit boost on both Purdue and UCLA. To win tonight, who is at USC? UCLA is a five-point favorite on the road. Purdue is a five-point favorite on the road as well. You can get that money line boosted fifty percent when you put them together. Not bad, not bad at all. So you got that going on for you. 
Also going on for you here for Purdue fans. Get a 50% same-game parlay boost for your Purdue and Michigan game. Pretty simple. Let's put something together here for this. Well, first off, by the way, last night we did we hit the Maryland one. Yes. I told you, Trace, I, even I played it. I didn't, I didn't give you anything out. I did go and take the rebound and points over on Trace Jackson Davis last night because he had that history uh, against Minnesota. That pays off. But uh, they didn't cover that game last night. I'd like to say I was shocked by that, but yeah. the only thing I was shocked by was that Nebraska lost by 15. I understand them losing, but losing by double digits at home to Northwestern? I think Northwestern's a tournament team. All right, so let's take a look at a same-game parlay here for you this evening. Michigan, here's the things you need to remember. Michigan just seems to have Purdue's number in the Big Ten in recent years. They've won six of the last seven in the series. Michigan, at home, in conference games since 2005, against the spread, 96-67-2. So they're covering almost uh, 59% of the time. Only South Dakota State has been more profitable over that stretch. That's crazy. Purdue is just 5-12 and 12 against the spread as a favorite this season. They are 1-3 against the spread as road favorites this year. Matt Painter since 2016, 13-24-1 against the spread as road favorites in Big Ten play. So when I see 5-5.5 five, five for Michigan, I... I I have to look at it. I think you have to you have to take into consideration. Look at Purdue's last several games here. 58 to 55. Minnesota's a blowout. But 64 to 63 against Michigan State. I mean, some one possession games in there. Michigan desperately needs a quad one win. And I know there are some people that don't think Jet Howard is going to play. He's going to do everything in his power to try to go out there. Even if he is not 100%, he is going to do everything he can to play. So as long as, as long as his ankle is holding up, I think he's going to be out there. Whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, you know, we'll, we'll see for Michigan. But 0-6 in quad one are the Wolverines. They're net very low at 77 it's only been as high as 73 this season. Not a great non-conference schedule for them. Ken Palm is 60. Strength of schedule's been okay. I mean, they've been playing good teams, but you know they have that ugly loss to Central Michigan at home. That's really hurting them. And yeah, they don't have a quad one victory. Got plenty, they got six quad one losses, but they don't have the quad one victory. Zach Eady averaging on the road 21.6 points, but his uh, rebounding average, which is, you know, normally like 13, he's only putting up 11 on average on the road. So not as good on the road as he is at home. Braden Smith legs that I like here. He averages three more points on the road than he does at home, 12.3 on the road. He has four-plus assists in his last eight games, four or more assists in his last eight. So you better believe we're adding in 
Brayton Smith, plus four on the assists. Hunter Dickinson versus Purdue last year, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 28 points, and 2 rebounds. He's slated at 15.5 today. I'm going to go ahead and take the over on that. Because I think that's where the scoring is going to have to come from for Michigan. His last five games, 23 points, 19 points, 10, 12, and 18. And I think he's done pretty good with teams that will have some size, like, you know, Minnesota had some size. Maryland obviously has some size. And Michigan State can do, you know, pretty good with its big bodies. And those are all the better scoring games for him. The ones where he seemed to struggle were, um, you know, Northwestern, very guard-oriented. Obviously, Iowa guard-oriented. They do have Murray. Didn't perform well in that one. It just, it, it makes me, I would love to get in on Zach points here. That's at 19 and a half, and I still need, we've been talking so much about that narrative, right? That the people continue to push that he doesn't get called for enough fouls. I haven't seen the officials here tonight. I don't know who's on the list yet. We'll know a little bit later on. If it's Courtney Green, you better believe I'm putting in Michigan and the five. Right now, here's this this is the same game we're gonna put together here. Michigan plus nine and a half points, Braden Smith four plus assists, and Hunter Dickinson over fifteen and a half points. That gets us to plus two eighty. We use our new our profit boost at DraftKings, fifty percent, boosts us to plus four twenty. That'll be my play here tonight for that promo. And of course, you've got other great Big Ten games. I don't want to uh discourage you from any of those. I just didn't do a whole lot of due diligence on those games. I thought there were like two more. Is it just Michigan State and Iowa tonight? That's it? Well, that's uh, pardon me there. Michigan State at home, just a two-point favorite at home. That is an interesting line. I thought Michigan State would be a little bit higher, but coming off that loss at Bloomington four days ago, Apparently, has some people thinking, but I mean, Iowa just lost at Ohio State by like a lot, right? And like 15 points they lost, 16 points they lost that one by? So I don't know. Michigan State still has a chance to kind of claw in there. Yeah, I'll go with what I know. I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the Boilermakers here tonight. And of course, we'll be watching the Jet Howard news there. But um, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I, I like that same game parlay. We'll get into it in a little bit here. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's talk about why I like some of those numbers. Let's break down this matchup between Purdue and Michigan State and what to expect tonight. Hang tight. Got plenty more Hammer Down show coming up here. Don't forget, keep texting Boiler Up to 765-447-4080, and I'll get you registered to win these Penn State tickets for Wednesday's game on the first at Mackey Arena. We'll draw out a winner at the end of the show. That's Boiler Up to 765-447-4080. Hang tight. Got more Hammer Down show next for you. Keep texting in for your chance to win Penn State Purdue tickets sold out Mackey Arena on Wednesday, which will be the first day of February already. Holy smokes! Here we go. Uh, let's get you uh, the text line here. The Blue Fox Eating Cooling Hammerhead text line is seven six five four four seven four zero eight zero. Just text me Boiler Up to that number seven six five four four seven. 
4080. I'll put you in the running here. We'll draw the winner at the end of the show. I want to send somebody to go see uh, Purdue and Penn State. I got a pair of tickets here for you. It is sold out. Go uh, on me, all right? I'm not going to be able to go, so you go. Uh, take my tickets and win them. 765-447-4080. All right. Uh, tonight it is Purdue and uh, the Michigan Wolverines on the road. Purdue now. Uh, down from a five and a half point favorite down to a uh, five point favorite here. This is this is an interesting spot for Purdue because you're going to go into a place that you know, we talked about this. That they don't win traditionally against Michigan. It's been a problem. Six of the last seven in the series go to Michigan. I told you when we did the best bets here that Michigan 96-67-2 against the spread in home conference games since 05. So the last 15 years, they're almost hitting a 60% mark in covering their numbers. Only one other school, South Dakota State, has been more profitable over that stretch. We know that Purdue this season, not great against covering. So now we're talking almost, we're talking maybe a one possession ball game here. 13-24 and one as road favorites against the spread. They're only one and three as road favorites against the spread this season as well. So Vegas has been overshooting them. And, you know, I do a lot of the gambling talk stuff. So I follow a lot of people, a lot of people that spend, you know, their professional lives doing this and following these things. And let me tell you, everybody seems to be on Michigan here tonight and the five. Which giving. Purdue's penchant for not covering this season, 8-11-1 total, I could understand. Given the history, I can understand. How are they arriving to that conclusion? Uh, it's more than just that. I will tell you that the prevailing sentiment is that Hunter Dickinson is a good player, but Hunter Dickinson seemingly hasn't really cared or been engaged or done what he's need to do, and now they expect him to wake up because there is a challenge here. That's not the sign of a good player. Yeah, he had a couple of good rounds against Purdue last year, 22-9 and and then 28-2. and I can get that. But I guess if if he is on, let's say he's on. He has to overcome Zach Eady on both sides of the floor. That's problem number one for you. Problem number two for Michigan is, and there's a lot of people that want you to go ahead and jump on the Michigan money line here. Problem number two now becomes is you do have a team uh, in Purdue, that it seems like all these experts are just waiting for that regression, thinking that some of their games have gotten a little bit too close for comfort and that they're due to lose. And you are asking an 11 and an 8 Michigan Wolverines team, who you've already just got done telling me their, their, their star center has seemed less than engaged at times, that he somehow has to rally this team without possibly your second leading scorer against the team that has not lost on the road this season. I got that right? Is that it? That that's that's the dominoes that you're lining up there. I look, I, I can get with 5 points. In Michigan covers. Absolutely I could. How could you not? 
especially with the tempo that Purdue plays. But neither one of these teams are really superstars in the transition game. Neither one of these teams are really fast-paced, pick-it-up, let's-go, let's-go teams. I mean, Michigan's tempo was, what, 133? Maybe the middle of the pack there? And you already know Purdue's tempo is <laughs> 330. They slow it down, make you work in the half court. The one X factor I continually come back to in this game is how will Hunter versus Edie be officiated? That's why it may become critical for you if you do want to wager on this game to see what happens to Hunter Dickinson early on. Because if he does get in some early foul trouble, Juwan Howard, if he gets two, Juwan Howard's not letting him back in in the first half if he gets two. And if he gets one early, you better believe he's heading to the bench for a, a while to make sure he doesn't pick up a second one. It is incredibly important to find out who is officiating here tonight and how they have officiated Zach Eady in the past. So far, so good this year. Zach really hasn't had to deal with jumping out too much in too many of these games. He had, what, one, maybe two, where he's had to have a seat a little bit early, but then he's been fine in the second half. It'll be important for Purdue here. They have improved that pick-and-roll defense. I mean, they got picked apart with uh, Edian last year with that, right, with the speed. They've done much better with that this year. And you better believe that's exactly what they want to do, uh, Michigan, here tonight. That's how they like the role. Conversely, Michigan is terrible at defending the pick-and-roll. So I think this is going to be a great game tonight. If you like that little two-man uh, move with uh, with Smith and Edie going to the rim and the little alley-oops, I think you're going to get plenty of that tonight. I think Purdue, in practicing to defend the pick-and-roll so much, should be pretty darn good at the pick-and-roll by now. But it hinges on how Zach Edie is going to be officiated. If it goes poorly, look, I like Caleb first a lot. I... I we talk about slept-on players in Purdue history. We talk about underappreciated players in Purdue history. I saw this thread. One of the uh, one of the podcasts had it out. Who do you think is one of the uh, most underappreciated Purdue basketball players? You know, you, you think of the guys like Grady Eifert, obviously. But I'll tell you, I, I think if if you're not paying attention, you don't realize just how good Kayla First has been for you. In tight spots. I know he doesn't light up that stat sheet with, from the points perspective. But he's got just enough for you. He's a threat to shoot it from the outside from three. And he'll give you, you know, seven, nine, ten rebounds in, in 25 minutes. I don't have to worry about him turning the ball over. I don't know that he's a great matchup against um, Hunter Dickinson and, and certainly Trey Kaufman Ren and his inexperience going up against a guy like Dickinson who's uh, you know been a been a pro in this league for a long time. I, it'll be an education. But those are my points of emphasis tonight. 
Does Purdue defend and execute the pick and roll tonight? How does Zach Eady get officiated here early on? I mean, those are the two big things for me. I think this stays close. I think Michigan's in desperation mode, but to be honest with you, and we talked to you know, Brian Tonsoni yesterday from Delphi Bracketology, and these guys aren't in right now. They're not even in like a last four in conversation, and they're third in the conference. The Jet Howard thing is absolutely huge tonight. I mean, that's 14.6 points per game that he averages. And if he's not, I mean, if he's not good to go, That's a big problem for them. I don't know what's a bigger problem for them. Him not being able to go or him trying to go out there and play hobbled. You know, because just because a guy gets in, maybe he shouldn't be in. Only ask, do you think Juwan would pull him out for his own good? You could hurt the team trying to play too hurt. That's for dang sure. So this will be a very, very interesting game tonight, 9 p.m. All eyes on the bigs. If that foul, if we tip out of scale there on uh, on fouls, either way, I mean that is that's a huge, huge, huge factor because I don't know that either team has somebody that can really step in and handle the other guy's big. So we'll see what happens. Plus, I feel better. I think Purdue just shoots better on the road. I don't know what it is. Great time to break the streak. Michigan at 11 and 8, uh, Purdue at 19 and 1 with that big target on their back because they've got the number one. That's another thing to keep on reminding yourself of. You get everybody's best shot when you got the number one next to your name. We'll take a break when we come back. IU fans chirping. Trace Jackson Davis, really the front runner for national player of the year? Oh, geez. Here we go. Let's, let's, uh, let me hear him out. Let's go through some of the stats. Let's talk about some of the facts. And let's see how these two guys stack up, especially against former National Player of the Year's uh, that were uh, big men. Let's talk about that. That's next. Keep those texts coming in here on the Blue Fox Heating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline for those Purdue Penn State tickets for Wednesday the 1st. Text Boiler Up to 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. Keep them coming in. More Hammer Down Show is next on one. Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show, where you can win your way in to see Purdue Penn State Wednesday night, February the 1st, 6.30 Mackey Arena. It is sold out, of course. Text Boiler Up to 765-447-4080. That number again is 765-447-4080. Want to send you? Text Boiler Up, 765-447-4080. All right. So Trace Jackson Davis had himself a nice little uh, stat line last night. 25 uh, points, 21 rebounds, 6 blocks uh, against Minnesota. That was uh, dealing with, it was like 6 or so scholarship guys. I mean, they were down a bunch. Um, all the big guys in the middle were just, they're out. The top two guys are out. Easy to eat in those conditions. But he did eat. Now here come... The because uh, you know they they just they hate us out there, man. I think a lot of the national guys don't want to see a Purdue guy win here. 
I don't know what it is. But now here we go with this Trace Jackson Davis is uh, with the field of 68 here. I know that the professional haters on Purdue. Trace Jackson Davis is actually the front runner for National Player of the Year. Well, let's pump the brakes there just a little bit, young blood. I think that's just, it's a little bit premature. I'll tell you this, if you look at what Vegas has got, in terms of the Wooden Award, Zach Eady is minus 380. Jalen Wilson from Kansas, plus 800, is the next closest guy. Trace Jackson Davis going off at 30 to 1. He's behind Drew Timmy. Behind Brandon Miller of Alabama. What probably holds him back is, is that you know, IU is not a team in the top 25. That's the thing holding him back. So, now the question becomes is, if I stack these two resumes next to each other, who is really the better player? Who is the national player of the year? I told you what Vegas thinks. Vegas thinks very highly of Zach Eady right now. I did a list of uh, the Naismith winners. I should have done Wooden Award winners, but anyway. Let's go through some of these... Uh, big guys that have dominated player of the year. Luca Garza out of the Big Ten. 24 points, uh, eight and 8.7 rebounds per game. Zion, 22 points, 8.9 rebounds per game. Obi Toppin, 20 points, 7.5 rebounds per game. Frank Kaminsky, 18.8 points, 8.2 rebounds per game. Anthony Davis, 14.2 points, 10.4 rebounds per game. You take Trace Jackson Davis with 19.7 points and 10.8 rebounds, and you say, hey, you know, better numbers than Frank did. Look how, look how far Frank took those numbers. Zach, though, Averaging two more points a game, three more rebounds a game. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a little thing, but three rebounds a game is a little bit more of a bigger deal. Of all those big guys that I rattled off there, only one of them was in double digits and rebounds. That was Anthony Davis. But both these guys are here. I mean, I guess Zion has the best numbers, 22.5 points, 8.9 rebounds per game. And Garza averaged two more uh, points, I guess. Yeah, I got to give it to Garza. But match those points. Match 24.1 points and 8.7 rebounds against 21.5 points and 13.2 rebounds. I mean, Zach is up there. Zach is up there with some of the best big guys 
uh, to get the National Player of the Year recognition. Trace is having a, a, a mighty fine year. Really is. I'll give him that. But he's literally the only threat there. And while he's had a good stat line here the last couple of games, uh, you know, again, Minnesota very depleted, 25 and 21. He had 31 and 15 against Michigan State at home, 35 and 9 against Illinois on the road. I mean, you go over his last six games and, you know, they're double doubles. He's had two 20 plus rebound performances, a 15 in there. And 12 and 11. The problem is, as outstanding as you tell me that is, and it is, those are just normal numbers for Zach Eady night in and night out. I mean, the guy's an absolute double-double machine. How many games has he gone all season without going with a double-double? Three? I mean, Trace has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight where the rebounds just aren't up to snuff. Yeah, he'll he'll give you, you know, 15 in one of these things, but then he comes up short in a lot of games. They're not winning on the big stages. I mean, they lost five in a row. Now they've won four in a row. People left them for dead. They're going to try to give him credit for resurrecting everything. But here's the one thing that you just don't talk about with this is, you know, they lose to Rutgers, right? But wins against Nebraska. You got outshot by Iowa, Northwestern, Penn State, Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota. You know what all those teams don't have? Quality big men. They're not playing Michigan yet in in Hunter. They haven't touched Purdue yet. They haven't touched Maryland yet. You saw how big and physical they were on the interior. They haven't taken on Ohio State yet. But they've taken on a lot of these teams that just, you know, aren't known for the strong interior defense. So while I think, you know, he he can, I think Trace Jackson Davis can maybe close that gap a little bit here, but at the same time, until he actually starts taking on the cream of the crop when it comes to the big men, how how am I to say that he is better off than, than Zach Eady is? Just throwing that out there. Watch tonight will tell you a whole lot about where this uh, where this race is going. What I'm going to hate to see is if they go down to Bloomington and then they double and triple team him in the post, and this is like a Fletcher Lawyer Brandon Smith game, and then they come out. Well, oh, Trace Jackson Davis has got himself nine rebounds and, and 25 points versus Zach's, you know, like 13 or 14, and 
and, uh, you know, 10 boards. They're going to say, oh, the race is over. I just, you see it coming from a mile away. I, I don't know why they hate him so much. I just don't. Is it just because they can't explain it? Because they don't play for his team? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I just don't. He's a great player. Really is. They're both great players. They really are. It's just Zach's more dominant. I'm sorry. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the Hammer Down Show. Hurry up. Getting to be your last chance to text for those tickets. 765-447-4080. Text me Boiler Up. 765-447-4080. We'll drop those winners at the top of the hour here on the Hammer Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show. Thank you guys for hanging out with me on your Thursday, talking some local sports. Kyle Charter's filling in for me tomorrow. Uh, so he'll be on the Boiler Basketball Show, and uh, he will be here on the Hammer Down Show for you. Last chance to text in, Boiler Up to 765-447-4080 for a chance to win Penn State basketball tickets uh, on Wednesday night. Purdue, Penn State, Mackey Arena. Uh, I've got it for you here. Sold out. Text Boiler Up 765-447-4080. That's the Blue Fox Heating Cooling Hammerhead text line. All right, let's get into uh, things we may have missed. And one story that's absolutely blowing my mind here is our old buddy Brian Kelly. Yeah, you know, they had themselves a uh, nice bull win, I think. But um, LSU apparently, after an audit, determined that they overpaid Kelly by $1 million during the first year of his $100 million contract. They have discovered the error, error and moved to correct it, says the Legislative Auditor's Office. Kelly, this is according to ESPN, listen to this, was overpaid $1,000,368 in supplemental payments because of duplicate payments made both by Kelly's LLC and to the coach directly. Because you know how they do this thing. They set up like these you know, shells and stuff like that. You don't have to pay the you know, taxes or whatever, however the heck they do that. So they started double paying him for a while. How they do that, I, I don't know. Um, this could have gone on for a while, too, which is kind of crazy. How does that happen? Like That's taxpayer dollars right there. And you would think that maybe over the course, I don't know, this happened from May all the way through January. Does he have so much money that he doesn't uh, notice, like, I don't know, double what he should be getting every month? a little bit odd. I mean, how often do you check your bank statement? Now, maybe the rich do it differently. When you got all the money in the bank, maybe you don't bother to look at it too often. But somebody has to be monitoring that stuff and seeing that, right? Nobody decided to go back to LSU and go, hey, you're double paying us? Like, he's got to have, like, an accountant or something that monitors things, right? How does this happen? Uh, this is a monopoly. It's not like bank error in your favor. Collect... You know, $1 million, it's it's kind of a big deal. I, I, I got to love this. You know the auditor's office probably looks at what's expected and then what they pay out, and then they see like over a million dollars missing, and you got to just be freaking out about that, right? This isn't, hey, we paid somebody like ten grand on accident or something like that, or it was, you know, a, a rounding error or something. It's a million dollars of taxpayer money. 
That's insane. I don't, I don't understand how that stuff happens. All right, that's going to do it for us here on the show. We're going to draw out our winner here. I'll go give him a holler. Thank you for listening. Kyle Charters in for me tomorrow. Enjoy your weekend. And Boiler Up, thanks for listening to the Hammer Down Show. At Purdue Federal Credit Union, it's about a relationship. A relationship that goes where you go, wherever you are in life. A relationship that's committed to free financial wellness resources, lower fees, and innovative digital banking solutions. Because we believe in people helping people. Let's build your financial future together. Purdue Federal Credit Union, your trusted financial partner for life. Federally